What if she's awake? All the time, and I'm going to bring her to you, and you're going to have to be, you're gonna have like to be exhausted all the time, too, because we're going to share I'm those responses. That's okay. It's <laughs> totally fine. Hazel Megan is she's not really bad. She's not babysitting. She's a parent. She's a parent, stop, too. She's stop co-parenting. Calling Megan. Yeah. <laughs> stop saying she's babysitting. It's just like how they do dads. Yes. Yeah. She's not a babysitter. She's co-parenting. <laughs> we're talking about our baby. <laughs> Hazel Megan. <laughs> wow. So, hi, this is the Witch's Magic Murder hey. and Mystery Podcast. I'm Kara. <laughs> I'm Megan. I'm very pregnant. Uh, let's <laughs> and I am not. Yeah. I haven't seen you in a long time and I, I just want to say thanks. <laughs> I noticed yesterday I spent the day with my papa yesterday. It was oh man. It was the best the thing. Cutest. He took me to um so my grandmother, Vera, she died mm, almost twelve years ago. I think I've talked about her a million yeah. times. She was it's just a big, very, huge part of my life. Very special to you. I love her so much. So he wanted to show me where she came from, right? Which and where she was born. the cutest little sentiment I've ever heard. She was born in a holler in Eastern Kentucky. It's called Sassafras Holler. Yeah. It's in Kingdom Come, near Kingdom Come Creek. I have no idea if we have any listeners in Eastern Kentucky or that area, but I was there all day yesterday. Yeah. I drove for 12 hours. And didn't end up in Florida. <laughs> no. Which just seems unfair. But yeah. It was also the perfect day to go. The the trees are the perfect oh my color. Gosh, yeah. It was amazing. It, oh, especially out there. Yeah. And Papa said, if he said it once, he said it a million times. Look at all the colors. It was oh, great. He was so happy. that's what they love to do. They love to sit outside yeah. and just yeah. be in nature. He's ninety one years old and it was a good reminder that like he has this perspective of how all we really did was drive around and he showed me some things that were yeah. amazing and I loved every second of it. But like, he didn't need any more than that. Like he, right. he, he was just wanted the time. perfectly content. Yeah. Yes. It's an appreciation of time that I think we forget. Yeah. That the world makes you forget. But when you're 91, it's like, you got nothing but time, right? Yeah. Like what are you and, and time is precious and yeah. it's like, you're going to spend it doing. You're going to absorb everything you love. Yeah. Yeah. So it was That's a great, so it was a great day. Um, anyway. I also have actual podcast business to tell you. Right. My gosh. There's been a change in the Patreon subscription date that I wanted to tell you all oh, because yeah. I made a big point about how if you're going to subscribe to Patreon, you might want to wait until the beginning of the month because it's, no matter what day you joined, it was going to charge you again on the first day of the month. That's changed. Whatever day you sign up on. So if you were to sign up on October 13th, mm-hmm. then you won't be charged again until November 13th. It's just going to charge you the day you join. And then every month on that date. Right. Which is the way it should have worked all right, along. Yeah. They just didn't have that capability until now. So I thought that was the best update and I was really excited and ready yes. to tell all of you. So everybody needs to know. Yes. Now, if you're already on the Patreon, you're just going to keep being charged on the first day of the month. Okay. The other thing is we got this email from, nope, I should have had it. I think I almost had it pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> so we got an email from Annie Hamilton. This is about Leah Smock from episode 140. And I just want to read it real quick because there were a couple of corrections to our episode um, and little updates that she just learned. So she said, good afternoon. I wanted to thank you for the podcast on Leah Smock. I am the writer of Weird Mead County and also the director of Tourism in Mead County. How so fun. Weird Mead County was one of the sources for that episode. Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm excited to share with you both that we have an upcoming Battletown Witch Festival, How which is going to be on October 29th. And I can't go because that's the state high school band competition. And uh-huh. so... I'll be busy all day with that with Lauren. I've already volunteered to do the, it's like, like the boo wow, the animal shelters for their like coffee and stuff. Oh, their yeah. Coffee source, so. Well, it's October 29th 
you can learn more about it at battletownwitch.com. And so I know, I think it'd be awesome to go to. It's from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. that day. Okay, so it also says, I have also been doing some extensive research into Leah Smock over the last year. She is so much more interesting than what I previously wrote. There were several things that I got wrong in the article using old sources. And then she said, I have learned that she was not born in Battletown and in fact only lived there for two years. That is how much and how fast of an impression she made on the people. She was the last witch burned in America. She's like, I know what I had previously wrote and I wanted to correct it directly. It seems like she was one of several that were burned in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. This terrible tradition comes from German immigrants. The last witch burning in Germany was supposedly in 1775 and around 40,000 accused witches were burned during the Würzburg witch trials. I bet you that's Würzburg witch trials. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. These were the worst witch trials in Europe. There are some other nefarious things around her death that I'm currently trying to get to the bottom of. If you're interested in learning more, the Battletown Wish Festival is October 29th in Brandenburg, Kentucky. Thanks so much and great episode. Annie Hamilton, E-Mont. Yes, E-M-O-N-D. And I'll keep an eye out for her updated article. Right. Okay, so that's the update on Leah Smock. Do you have an episode? (laughs) I do. Now that we're 10 minutes in. When I was doing this one, I was like, man, I've talked a lot about, like, people poisoning people, but... It's interesting. I don't have a problem with that. People killing people <laughs> is what we're about, really. So I am doing my episode on Charles Bravo. Johnny. Charles Johnny. Bravo. Yeah, Johnny and Johnny Charles. Bravo. Johnny Charles Bravo. <laughs> he was born in 1845. He was born Charles Delaney Turner. You mean Bravo wasn't his God-given name? No. Hmm. But his stepfather, who loved him good... Loved him good. <laughs> loved him good. He, you know, it's probably like one he of those. He done loved him good. He done, it's like one of those times that you just like adopt a family and you just love him so good that they like take on your name. <laughs> he loved him real good. He loved him real good and real, real lovely like. <laughs> Were you making fun of farmers? Are you making, I'm making fun of every farmer I can see out here. <laughs> Anyways. Charles Turner took on his stepdad's name, Bravo. We're going to skip ahead in his life to his marriage. Um, he, he married Florence, and Florence has a background. Great. She's a little wild child in the 1800s. She had previously been married to an Alexander Ricardo, but they decided to separate because... They weren't seeing eye to eye, and he was seeing other women's. He's being seen in other women's eyes. <laughs> they were married, and they didn't see eye to eye on how he should not see other women. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But, I mean, in the eighteen hundreds, Megan, you do what you're told. <laughs> she doesn't. She definitely seems like a baseline. And guess what else? Guess what else he did? He partook in the adult juice. Adult juice. <laughs> he lacked that. What sort of adult juice? Well, like, probably bourbon and gin. Mm. And what else did they drink back then? They drank everything. Moonshine. Oh yeah, but he liked it a lot. Okay. So she said, "Peace out, I town." Uh, <laughs> so she said he would just get like really violent when he was drinking. Hmm. And then she was like, "You know what? I'm going to start dating this doctor, James Gully. It's going to be great." Listen, um, just because he's a doctor. Does not mean he's great. No, because he was married at the time. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> right. And her family was like, 
she's a lot right now. So. Her family was? Yeah. They were like, she's acting out. Mm. They just kind of started ignoring her and were just like pushing her away. Like she's just a mess. I mean, I guess there is a point of like, we understand why you left your marriage. Right. But you also can't go off. And get wild with other people's husbands. Yeah. But also other people's husbands shouldn't get wild. I don't know. Say it to you. It's never just one person. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, by the way, her first husband ends up dying. The one that she left. Yeah. Because he he liked other women. Yeah. But alcohol. But he just died of unknown causes. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. Are you foreshadowing? Yeah. So she was in her mid-20s. Charles was about 30 when they met, and they just hit it off. They fell in love, and she's like, man, this is the one that's going to make me settle down. What happened to the gully? The what gu- happened to oh, Dr. Gully? He's, he's in the shadows. <sighs> okay. But then she meets Charles. Yeah. But uh, Charles, Dr. Gully was married anyway. Right, okay. right, yeah. So... They get married pretty quickly, like you do in the 1800s, because what else do you have to do? Florence and Charles? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, they got married because they're both going to, I mean, she's in her mid-20s. She's an old maid. They're about, yeah, they don't have long left. Yeah, but it said that she came from money, so she was used to having big lavish parties and doing all these things. And even though he had money because, you know, he worked his butt off for it. He was a penny pincher. And so he's like, stop it. Just stop spending. Like, stop doing what you're doing. Like, let's not. You're he's going. like Agatha Christie. Yeah, you're going mm-hmm. overboard. Like, let's enough's enough. She's like, no, I'm going to start throwing some parties. And I'm going to live my life the way I want to. But I'm still going to be married. So she hosts a Christmas party with 30 guests. And, you know, she lives it up. And he's like, okay, whatever. Like, we're just, we're doing it, I guess. We're doing this. And so that just kind of like started the ball rolling. I'm surprised that that was his response because, you know, he was the man in that marriage in the 1800s. It seems like he could have been like, he ends up being like, yeah, because he's just like, why is she so disobedient? Probably in like, I was like murmuring at the party. Like, why didn't she listen to me? We're up here with all these 30 people and she really didn't listen yeah. to me. Is that person spilling that on my rug right now? Am I going to have to clean that later? How much did she spend on all this alcohol? Like, I don't even necessarily think it's wrong for him to be like, if they had discussed this. Yeah. And he was like, I'm not comfortable with you going all out, spending this crazy yeah. money on this party. I get why he would be annoyed right. that she just totally doesn't care. Yeah. Because, you know, marriage is a partnership. Theoretically. So Charles occasionally would have to go away for work. But he would still send her letters while he was gone. In the letters, she would say, apart from the beginning of my first marriage, this was the happiest time of my life. So so this is the second happiest time. I'm like, wow, you could have left that out. How romantic. Like, honey, I would never lie to so you. She was like, so just so you know, so she, you've almost made me the happiest. Yes, yeah, so she said, this has been the happiest. And you're just like, oh, wow. You're definitely second place. I love you a lot. Good Lord. Um, But then all of a sudden, Charles gets this weird letter. And it's from an unknown source. And it's like, we know you just married her for her money. And he's like, huh. Uh, He's like, how'd you know? Yeah. And he's like, well, I do know about this Dr. Gully guy that I've been ignoring. And I'm wondering if it's him. Oh, so she's still seeing him too? 
So he started obsessing over Dr. Gully. Well, as you would. Yeah. When he was home, he started telling Flo, that's what I'm going to call her, that he expected total obedience from her in all things. Because he's a man. And wives are supposed to listen to their husbands. And he needs to keep her in line. Got to keep her in check. Now, listen. I know we're all annoyed hearing that, right? Yeah. We're all like, what? But this is going to come up. I'm working on an episode right now that we're not recording yet, but I talk about this then too. It is very easy for our 2022 brains right. to be like, he said what? Oh, yeah. But also in the 1800s. That's what you did. Yeah. And a lot of marriages were like um, utilitarian almost. Like it right. wasn't about, you did have to have. It was like a business transaction. You certain, right. Yeah, this is your business partner. And if she's not going to do the mm-hmm. things that you think wives are supposed to do, yeah. then you're going to find a different business partner. Because it's more about right. making yep. your family and home run the way you want it run. Yep. You know what I mean? It's yep. like being treated like a child mm-hmm. now, we'd be like, what? I'm a human being. <laughs> we have to talk to me. Right. Yeah. But it's not even about whether it's right or wrong. It's just what it was. Yeah, that was the lifestyle. Yeah. We can't change it. Okay. So he finally was like, things are going to have to change. We're starting to fall apart here. It's often been quoted in a lot of these articles, going back to women being obedient, like if a man said you had to have sex with him, you had to have sex with him. And so she was quoted in several of these saying, I don't believe this is true. Mm -hmm. Like, I believe I should be able to decide on my own. Yeah, who I'm going to let inside, literally inside inside my body. Yeah. At what point? Yeah. It seems like you should have some say in that. Yeah. So (laughs) he started struggling with that, too. With her, like, tell him no. <laughs> no means no. Okay. Uh, so then he was like, you got to stop spending so much money. We need to get rid of your personal maid. And she and her personal maid were so close. Like, her maid came with her from the previous marriage. Mm-hmm. And they were just in The previous marriage where the man died and we don't know how. Exactly. Right. right. And she was like, don't get rid of my maid. She's been around longer than you have. <laughs> he just... Was like, we need to get rid of the gardener. Let's get rid of some of the horses. And she got super angry about it. She's like, I'm not doing any of this. And he was like, if you don't get your act together, I'm going to leave you. And she's like, do it. It's done being brought in. And she knew that if he left her, even though he had some money of his own, she's the one with all the money, like the family oh, money true. and stuff, and like money and from she's previous got marriage. Gully. And so yeah, she was like, "I'll be fine. Go at it. Like, do what you need to do. Say ya bye." Oh, <laughs> uh, what? To the left, to the right. Everything you want from the back to the left, in the closet. That's what's done. Okay. She ended up pregnant. And she decided she was going to go to her parents for a few days. And then she was like, this is, I can't be a single mom. Now it, now it matters. Yeah. Yeah. yeah really like too. now. Because mm-hmm, this is going to look really bad. Like it's the 1800s. Mm-hmm. So she went back and he was just like, I love you so much. Like things are going to change. I mean, I do need you to talk to me though about the maid leaving i just really think that she's not needed mm-hmm. and so they just really thought about the maid needing to go and in his mind it says that he had mentioned to several people that he thought the reason that florence was being so just like 
out there and like doing her own thing was the maid. He thought the maid was encouraging her to be independent. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so that's why he was like, okay, well maybe the maid has a tie on her and she's, if she's gone, then she'll obey me more. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. So he just saw the maid as the problem. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That was going to magically fix everything. Yeah. I doubt it. Yeah. And then um, soon after being home, she has a miscarriage. And she was like, I'm mentally, physically, I need a trip to Worthington. I just need to recover. Like, I just need my space. Like, this is just a lot on me. I'm getting older. And this is just like, I thought I was with child and now I'm not. Like, this is a lot. And he, like, hit her. And he's like, how dare you think about leaving and going off on your own right now? Oh. Yeah. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all mm-hmm. over again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo. Uh-huh. T-Y-M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now with products from $59.99 to top-of-the-line straighteners. Each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh we gosh. got a so straightener and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so right. handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting edge MCH anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against this ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay, so I got the air hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally curly wavy hair so it was a huge game changer for me it dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny which i noticed immediately mm-hmm. i didn't even need to straighten it afterwards and usually i do because usually i have all those wild like curls left over yeah. the wind power on this thing is intense it's wild like i turned it up i was like let's play with these buttons okay so it has three magnetic styling attachments they're all amazing you know how some blow dryers you get are like if you go to a hotel and there's a diffuser and you're like oh my gosh this is like tearing my hair to pieces and it's gonna be so tangled not with this one nice and it's magnetic so it's great so right now you guys our listeners can get 30 percent off their first order at timobeauty.com t-y-m-o beauty.com Using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to TYMOBeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. Menopausal and perimenopausal women, listen up. It's time to take control of your health and comfort and Winona is here to help. Winona is a telemedicine company for menopause care who believes that your symptoms are real, important, and deserve to be taken seriously. And for many women, this starts with hormone replacement therapy. Winona's HRT is made with plant-based, bioidentical hormones rather than synthetic ones, so it better aligns with your body to offer relief from hot flashes, weight gain, and other uncomfortable symptoms. 80% of women who use Winona find relief within just 90 days. So what are you waiting for? Get started today. Visit buywinona.com today to start your free visit. With free shipping and the ability to pause or cancel at any time, your path to wellness has zero obligations. Use code SPRING24 at buywinona.com 
for 25% off your first treatment plan. That's B-Y-W-I-N-O-N-A dot com for 25% off. Winona, menopause care made easy. Two weeks after she had a miscarriage, everybody knows that you have to wait like several weeks. Yeah, you gotta wait a few weeks before you can have sex sex again. Knock boots. Two weeks after he insists that they try again. And even though she didn't want to, they did. And you know she, the problem with this story is I don't like either one of them. <laughs> no, I know. I don't either. So I'm just like, I mean, yeah, I feel bad for her, but ugh, God. <laughs> she's so unlikable. I know. I know. But I do feel bad for her. Right. And she miscarried again. She got pregnant again? Yeah. I, I miscarried it. again. Sorry. Two weeks later, like two weeks later, got pregnant again. What? How is that even possible? I don't think that's possible. After that but- first miscarriage, she got pregnant after two weeks. She carried that one for less than a month. She Do we know how long she carried the first one? Mm, I don't. I just feel like her blood levels wouldn't be back down to zero. Right, yet. exactly. So I just wonder yeah. if it was just some. Well, of course they probably didn't check blood. When did that? Right, start? exactly. Who knows? Scientifically, who knows? As a doctor myself, um, this does I'm not, not check all the boxes. I just don't think it's possible. But anyway. <laughs> She had been known to have some gynecological problems growing up and stuff, too. So, honestly, I don't know what that entails either, because how much exploration can they do? I know. They used to eat mummies. (laughs) (laughs) People jerky. I don't know how to feel about any medical opinion from the Victorian age. Yeah. After that, little miscarriage. Her second Mm -hmm. possible miscarriage. Uh Um, Charles starts getting sick. Hmm. Yeah. On his way to work in London, he's like, oh, I gotta sit down. Like, I'm, I'm real nauseous. Man, hmm. I'm really sick. But then he's at work, away from home. Mm-hmm. Everything gets a little bit better. Mm-hmm. By the end of the day, he feels okay. So, April, wow, April. April? Mm-hmm. 1876. Charles decides to go out riding his horse. And he returns to the house, and he's just, like, freaking out. Everybody's like, what the heck is happening? His horse got spooked by something, ran away with him on it. And he's just like visibly shaken. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, just sit down. Like, you're okay. Let's get you a hot bath. <laughs> like, what's going on with you? So Florence and the machine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How many songs have we been this episode, do you think? A lot. Let's see. A lot, because it's been a bit since we've been together yeah. in person. Jane Cox, who was the housekeeper, you know, who I've, like, her good friend that stayed with them, were like, okay, we're going to fix dinner. You oh. just Relax. take your bath and come meet up with us. Okay. So he joined them, and during dinner, he got a letter from his stepfather, Joseph, with a stockbroker's report, which had he received by mistake it said that charles had suffered some losses in the market and he was just like really angry during dinner oh because he just found out he'd lost money okay yeah it's quoted florence said his face worked the whole of dinner and he had such a strange yellow look i thought he would go mad at any moment Mm. they said that his bad mood didn't get any better so he started drinking Mm, that always helps Yeah, yeah 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 And so she was like, okay, I'm going to have him sleep in his own room tonight. And Jane, uh, do you just mind spending the night with me? I just haven't recovered from my miscarriage. And I'm just really scared. And he's upset in there. Like, just spend the night with me. Okay. Like for her own protection. Yeah. Charles goes to bed in his own room. Uh-huh. 
because Jane and Florence are in the other room because mm-hmm. she needed her to stay with her for comfort. And honestly, she probably was terrified because he was angry. Like just to block her husband. Yeah, exactly. But also, was she staying in there to be witness that she was in the room by her, with her the whole entire night? Charles has a toothache and he takes this medication that's like alcohol and opium. Mm-hmm. And that's all he claims he takes. But then he wakes up in the middle of the night just violently ill. And he, and it says he's like, comes running out of his room. He's crying. He's in pain. Jane comes running out and he's like, she's like, what, what is happening? Like, What is going on with you? He collapsed and was unconscious. Oh. Um, so Florence, she wakes up and she goes and gets a doctor. And the doctor's like, I'm pretty sure he's been poisoned. Mm. But I don't know how. I don't see a trace of it in the house. So I don't know what could have been used. They take Charles to the hospital. And he said, well, I did take this for, like, my facial pain or whatever, my toothache. And So the medicine he took, he just got that himself? Or did uh, someone give it to him? I mean, it's, I think if Florence is asleep, then... Just as he took it. Okay, so he probably just had it already. Yeah. And the doctors at the hospital are like, sir, we think you've been poisoned. And he's just like, I don't know. I took this medication for my facial problems. Like, I just, that's the only thing I knew I took. But I guess we also know, like, we, like, why was he having facial problems? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Could that be like the start of Mm -hmm. before he even took that medicine? Right. He has a will, leaves everything to Florence and dies on April 21st. So nobody ever knew, like, he never said, yeah, someone slipped this in my drink or I saw her put this in my food or, oh, by the way, there was a couple weeks ago when I was feeling really ill at work, but got better the day that night or whatever so he didn't even suspect her of anything did you think he well if he's dying you think he would say yeah my wife did this right they said that they took some of his vomit to collect as a specimen to test for like poison and stuff Mm. which is so glad there are other people who do those jobs (laughs) yeah my gosh. So police, I mean, it's the 1800s. So I don't know what investigations looked like back then mm-hmm. and what, how extensive they were. Like mm-hmm. what? I don't know. Looking into it, they said that Florence started keeping her money to herself towards the end and taking care of her own finances. And they were like, well, that's kind of questionable. But then also some of them were like, well... If he was starting to drink more and, like, demanding that she didn't spend her money and doing all this, then maybe that's why. Right. There's so many different people that are just saying, okay, well, it was her or it was Jane or it was the doctor that she was seeing on the side. One of the things they were saying was that he was slowly poisoning her with small doses of antimony, what Tartar, tartar emetic. emetic. It, I don't know what that does. Just some kind of poison. Um, and they, some people were like, okay, well, this kind of explains why she was sick after the marriage, and maybe you know, maybe it had something to do with the miscarriage. Oh yeah. So like, that he was poisoning her. Yeah. So then they were like, okay, well, maybe he had this, and he was treating himself for the toothache before bedtime, and accidentally took the poison instead of oh the stuff for so like he was poisoning her, and then accidentally took the poison. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What a it's almost like you want that to be true. What a twist of tales. 
And so then the housekeeper was like, well, he told me that he's used that on himself. Uh, it, the know, poison? Yeah. But why would he use it on himself? Well, some people said that he tried to commit suicide. Oh. Mm. So they said that after they examined him post-mortem, he had 20 to 30 grains of antimony in his system. They were like, okay, well, you know, it, I mean, he, he died from suicide. this, so maybe it was suicide. It's a similar thing to arsenic, so it, it, it's going to do similar things to you. I guess what I don't get about that is where's that theory coming from that he was poisoning her? You know what I mean? Right. Because like, you could just as easily say all this in right. the other direction, right? That- right. When this theory didn't show up until he had died uh-huh. and people were pointing fingers and trying to point fingers away from themselves. Oh. So another theory is the housekeeper killed him because he kept threatening to get rid of her and she really needed the job. She was a widow. She had a lot of debt. Her kids were in private school, and she really was living off of the funds of working for Charles and Florence. Mm-hmm. So I guess she, a lot of people had motives to kill him, right? And then Agatha Christie <laughs> suspected Florence's ex-lover, the James Gully, like one of her Doctor Gully's secret lover, just wanted him out of the way. Hmm. So I don't, nobody really knows. And she died two years later from alcohol poisoning. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she, you're just like, okay, but was this like, because she felt guilty and she was just drinking herself to. Right. They had a little trial before she had passed too. Before Florence died. Yeah. And they just like, they would go back and forth and back and forth. And like, they just questioned Dr. Gully and it, they brought out like, their secret relationship too so they're just like running her name in the mud and she's just like freaking out about it but then when they get him on the stand dr gully on the stand he admits to the affair but he was like listen i had nothing to do with this poisoning you know i was not there i did not provide her with anything like he was just very calm cool and collected like he was just like right like we had an affair but i didn't right like this is just a mess i got in and That's the problem, I guess, is a lot of it sounds like, it seems like a lot of people had different motives. Mm -hmm. And, like, she was not a faithful wife, but the leap from that to murder. Right. Right. And it even said while she was on the stand, she kept begging the coroner to protect her from all of these questions from Charles's family. Like, representing Charles's family. Like, they were just berating her with... Well, well, yeah. Yeah. On August 11th, there's no hard evidence, and the jury's just like, we find that Charles Turner Bravo didn't commit suicide. He didn't meet his death by misadventure, that he was willfully murdered by the administration of Tartar Metric, but there's not sufficient evidence to fix the guilt upon any person or persons. So we know he was murdered, but we don't know who did it. Yeah. So all they really succeeded here was just to be like it definitely wasn't suicide right yeah so it said after the trial and this is probably what led florence to drinking herself to death but Mm -hmm. it said that she just like they threw her name all around the mud with all the questions all the things about dr gully just like all these things her family was like we can't do this anymore Mm -hmm. we can't support you like we're disowning you oh wow so she moves like I said, died at 33 from alcohol poisoning. Dr. Gully's 
reputation in business was just completely ruined as well as like his social representation. He died in 1883. And then Jane uh, returned to Jamaica with her sons and she received a substantial inheritance from her husband's aunt. Oh. Yeah. So she... She She lived all right then. She was totally fine. uh, And she died in 1913. But it's just still still a mystery. Right. Like, it's a mystery. And like I said, there's so many theories. And then some people are saying that this medicine, or not medicine, poison was slipped into his water when he was drunk and in bed. Mm -hmm. And then detectives said suicide just because he had access to it. But yeah. mm -hmm. And they eliminated Dr. Gully, too, because they were just like, he he's nowhere near the scene. His butler said he was giving his blessing to them. His He was just, like, fine with them being married. I'll just see you when I see you type thing. But, I mean, it's just like, and then also, like, Jane probably knew about her fortune, and, mm-hmm. and she just, yeah. right, so why would she want to do it unless she was doing it for Florence? It's also like it was the Victorian age, so... Do we even know that there wasn't some other medical explanation for his death? Right, exactly. But I guess they found the poison in his system. So, So, yeah. So, like I mentioned in the beginning, uh, it says that antimony was used by women in the Victorian times to control their husband's alcohol addiction, which in small quantities would make them just sick and make them throw up and stuff. So, they would just be like, oh, I can't do this. That is a medicine they give alcoholics now, right? Yeah. And so, her first husband was an alcoholic. But he wasn't dead. He ended up dead. And we just don't know any more about that. Mm -hmm. So they said that she had plenty of experience with this poison and knew how much was too much to give. And then also a lot of people said that she had mentioned that she was terrified that he was going to continue to force her to try to get pregnant again. And she thought that if she got pregnant again, a third baby would kill her. So. Gosh, that's so it's so complicated. Yeah. And then they said the glass by the bed, like the detective said there was no glass by the bed. What did he take his medicine with? Oh, mm-hmm. so someone may have gotten rid of that. Yeah. Hmm. And then they go on to say it's a tragic story, which highlights how poor a woman's standing was back then. To be so afraid to have another baby or have to be forced to have sex so you kill your husband. Yeah. I guess. It's still not an excuse it's still, to kill right, husband, you know, Like, yeah. But I, I get the point they're making, that it right. was almost like, would you really feel like that's your only answer? Right. Like, the only possible way to avoid having to go through this again would be to kill him? But, I mean, she was... Uh, Honestly, maybe it was. Maybe. Because maybe she thought that this was, like, her last... She had one husband before this, and she's already had a miscarriage or two, and so she's just like, I'm stuck. And maybe she was using that medicine to try to control his alcoholism and gave him too much. And right. maybe she had done the same thing, not even on purpose. Maybe right. it was just she careless. didn't know how to use it. Yeah. Or maybe it was on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows, though? We'll never know. What do you think? I think she did it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm inclined to think she did it, too. Yeah. I think because it's it's like, even if I were to say her first husband was an accident. Right. And we don't know that he died by poisoning. We just know that she had access to it because of his alcoholism. And he had taken that same poison that ended up killing her second uh-huh. husband, too. I mean, yeah. But even if we were to say murders. the first one was an accident, the second one, it's almost just like, would it really happen right. again as an accident? Right. People have been but I also them. get how there's reasonable doubts. attack people. Yeah. 
The owl did it. An owl, owl came in and dropped poison in his and took the glass with him after he drank it. That's the only possible answer. Flew Solved away. It. It's Solved gone. It. All right. Call whoever we need to call. Okay. From the 1800s. <laughs> yeah. We did it. Call Dr. Who. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. Yes. We'll be back on Tuesday with another episode. Yeah. Uh, we love you so much. Goodbye. 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 <laughs>